Hey everybody, this is Julian McCullough. And I'm Meg Malloy. And we are the co-hosts of The Soft Spot. We're very excited for our guest this week, Mr. John Mullaney. Hello, John. How are you? Thanks for doing our show. Thanks for having me. And what are we going to discuss? Uh, we're going to discuss Mr. Rogers. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wonderful man. He is. So uh, check, check us, us out. out. Starburns Audio. The Soft Spot. We'll see you this week. Or wherever podcasts are sold. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Starburns Industries Tape of the Month Club. Twelve original cassette tapes delivered to your door. Each month, you'll receive a crisp new cassette tape of auditory delights made by some of the most funky and creative artists around. Featuring Dino Stamatopoulos, Natalie Palamides, Johnny Pemberton, Dan Harmon, future ladies of wrestling, Alan Resnick and Dina Kalberman, Dynasty Handbag, Jeff B. Davis, Rob Schraub, Lance Bangs, DJ Doug Pound, Cron, Open Mike Eagle, Ron Lynch, and on and on and on. And on. Subscribe now. $13 gets you a crisp, unique tape in the mail each month. For $20, you receive a portable cassette player so you can listen to your tapes on the go. Here's how to order. For credit card customers, please call 747-888-0945. That's 747-888-0945. Or save COD charges and log onto the World Wide Web at d.rip forward slash sbi dash p-r-e-s-s. It's a good deal. And we're recording. Okay, hi. Wow, I walked into a really tense situation here. It's a real scene at my house, Steve. Everything <laughs> is falling apart. I want to first say this is our first time recording together in like two months. Right, I've been gone. You've been out of town. I didn't love the over-the-phone version of our podcast. Yeah, but it, it was okay in a pinch, but... Uh, it's better face-to-face. Also, people were grossed out that I was eating sushi. I hear you. <laughs> I am sorry. I apologize. Smacking in your ear is disgusting. I'm, again, there's no excuses, but um, I was starving. Yeah, so we're back and hopefully we'll... We got we to gotta bank some of these puppies. Yeah, we got to bank some. We got to bank some. Um, we're recording two today and then, um, yeah. Next week we've got... I've got some time next week. My kid's nanny is back and... Um, and they're back in school next week. So it should be. So life is going to be good, Steve. It's going to be good. But you're currently dealing with, um, you had a flood in your house. Yeah. Well, so if you don't follow me on Instagram story, I don't know why you don't. Cause that's insane. But yeah, everybody should. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I'm most famous for now. It's the TV show that, true, I get, right? that I get recognized for the most. It's true. <laughs> yeah. No, I've been, st- this summer was really weird because we were traveling I was in New York and Charleston, South Carolina, and then in Boston. And I was stopped daily, mm-hmm. daily mm-hmm. by people who follow my Instagram stories, especially in New That's York awesome. seemed very strange to me. Like that people, I don't know, but, yeah. the, but people are, yeah. Um, and you know, it's a bummer that I don't get my quote for them. <laughs> $20,000 a story. Um, my quote's way higher than that, Steve. For your, for a story? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. In my head it is. Um, you gotta yeah. m- monetize that shit. 
I, I think I need to figure out a way to, I'm going to try to, I don't know what that is. There's gotta be, there's a bunch of people who are filthy rich from vine. Yeah. And like YouTube. Yeah. So what's the difference with an Instagram story? It should be the same way. I mean, I guess that you have to monetize it by doing spawn sponsored. Yeah. You wear a, you know, a Coca-Cola hat. I'm sorry. What are the cats doing? Hey, you guys, get out of there. Okay, so here's well, what here's well, what we're yeah, dealing this with. This is the base. So we, came, so we came home. We were out of town for two months. We had house sitters. Sam Pancake was living here. We have to have him do the podcast. I don't know if he has any health things, but he is, um, he's got stuff to talk about. Sure. Um, the, he was house sitting. The cats, like, loved him. <laughs> I was seeing, like, amazing Instagram stories of him with, like, the cats wearing dog filters and, like... Just having the time of their lives. We came home last week, Monday or Tuesday. Wednesday, I shot commercials for Michael's because, you know, I'm their spokesperson, the craft store. And um, my nanny was here. She took the girls out for the day. They left the house at like 830 in the morning. They returned home around 4 p.m. They got home. The entire downstairs, my master closet was flooded with water. The cats had turned on a faucet with their paws. Oh, here comes a, another kitten. But that this is definitely a, this cannot is a human, be a cat. This is a human kitten. Um, <laughs> she's like really trying to get in. Hold on one second. Um, I'll talk. So if you watch busy stories, you, you'll know that when she got back, her. Her closet was flooded. Okay, I'm doing my work. Hi. Do you want to come in and sit with us while we do the podcast, Cricket? Yeah. Cricket's not in yeah, school yet. You can... Uh, Say hello. Hello. Hi, Cricket. <laughs> Why don't you sit in that chair right there? Um, so, Cricket was here for the Great Flood. Um, and did you... Can I have it? Can I have it? No, no, no. Mommy has to hold it. I mean... What happened with the flood, Cricket? The cats, we we were waking up then, we were fetching Ronnie Pat and Wally to drink, but then I turned it off. Mm -hmm. And then, for half an hour, and then Rosie came back in the bathroom and Uh turned it on again. She turned on the faucet. Your Your cat turned on the water faucet. Yeah. And then, so when they came home at 4 p.m., everything was flooded. The upstairs bathroom was flooded. So... Even mom's closet. Even mom's closet. How does it flood, though? I mean, there's a drain. Why wouldn't the water just keep going down the drain? It was just over... It was, like, overflowing in mama's closet. Ugh. This is our most highly rated... How did your cats... How did your cats turn on... For more! And more and more and more. How do your cats turn on the faucet? They, like... Um... Like... (laughs) <laughs> they with their mouth like on their nose. Oh yeah, they put their paws like this. Yeah. For those listening, she's miming using a cat paw. No, no, that's Wanda says because she heard something in mom's closet. Yeah, so she heard the water in my closet. She ran upstairs, turned the water off. The bathroom upstairs was flooded. 
flooded down into the walls, into my brand new closet that's been done for less than a year. No. This whole side of the house, Steve, was like down to the studs less than a year ago. Not just a year ago. Not, not just, just a not year just ago. Not just a year ago. Less than, less a, year than ago. a year ago. Um. So anyway, it's been... It's been... A long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> What? I hear you. No, you're. She's holding the microphone up to her ear. It's not. A, it doesn't work like a phone cricket. But, but why are you talking in the microphone if you can't hear each other? Uh, well, we can hear each other just like you can hear me. But we're putting it. We're recording it so other people can hear it later. Does that make sense? And no. Even you can hear it later. Look at the boxes that the guys packed up and make sure everything's okay upstairs with Anna. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so, how long was the water flooding into well, your we don't, closet? Well, we don't know, but they, if they left at 8.30 and they were back at 4. So, there's a big chunk of time in there. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Of just water flowing. So, now what we're into is like an insurance claim the and like and it's so crazy too obviously because of the devastation from the hurricane like obviously things are in major perspective yeah, yeah. i'm yeah, like yeah. okay well um, you know yeah you still fine. have a house yes like i have my kids are fine i'm fine but you that's no joke you have to be really careful for black mold now right so we're so we're basically at all the work that we did for two years we have to now rip out again and redo and um i almost lost my shit when we went through construction the first time i lived through it yeah because we just like you know, we could, I couldn't financially figure out how we would live somewhere else and do this construction. Yeah, and we yeah. have a bit, you know, we have a nice sized house. Yeah. And so we had the room to like kind of move around and stay while they were doing the construction. But I l- almost legitimately lost my mind. So I said to the insurance adjuster yesterday, I was like, dude, I got to, I got to move. I can't. When they told me at least four months Ugh. for this, I was like, oh, well, I think I'm out. Like, I think I'm like, <laughs> I'm done. I think I'm, I think I'm done. I hear shit so. like this because I'm currently saving up to buy a house. Mm-hmm. I'm done with apartment living or so I thought, but I hear shit like this and I'm like, it's gotta be, it's kind of nice having a landlord or someone else to be responsible for this shit. I don't know. Like for me, I hate home ownership. It has brought me nothing but a world of pain. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> a lot of grief. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of grief and like part of it. Um, <laughs> and part of it is that, you know, we live in a house that was built in 1923. Oh shit. This is, yeah, our house is old. It's my apartment side. Um, and so we've gone through a lot of things like, um, having, we had cloth wiring. Do you know cloth? What does that mean? I mean, it's literally like the wires are wrapped in cloth. Do you hear the cats? I don't think our podcast friends can hear it, but our cats are are like crazy. Cats are going, they're fighting. Um, yeah. 
But so we had to we had to change it all the wiring in the house. Like you have to go through. It's like an insane process. Yeah. We had to get air conditioning put on the, in the upstairs. Like we've had, it's been like so. We've had to retrofit things. Like it's so not. It's so awesome to own a beautiful old house yeah. that was built in 1923 and yeah. then it's like the worst idea Did you ever. have those old fuses like in my apartment my apartment is from the 20s and apparently betty davis lived in my apartment well, building. do you know what my house is called no it's called the harlow house because gene harlow apparently lived here no shit mm-hmm. yeah Did my place is where I live? so old that it has those <laughs> old uh screw in um fuses that like if i yeah, run yeah, the yeah. microwave and the air conditioner mm-hmm. at the same time, all the power goes out. My yeah. House. Well, we've updated the house completely. We're getting, I mean, the house is like, it's great. Better for our yeah. ownership of it. Yeah. But like, <laughs> it, it is like very tricky. I think people must think that I maybe should have more money than we do because I've just like sunk it all into, into this house. house and I don't think I'll ever get it back. So, but what do we do? We just, we're going to stay here forever, I guess maybe is the thing. Well, you know, I don't know if you remember Ed McMahon, who was Johnny Carson's sidekick. I know who Ed McMahon no, no, but is. After the tonight show, <laughs> he and his whole family got really sick because they had mold? they had a flood in their house <gasps> that didn't get fixed right and the contractors instead of cleaning the mold up painted over no. it and it spread throughout their whole house um he was 80 when this happened he had to go on antibiotics they had to move out for like four or five months to get it all fixed they sued the contractors and the insurance company for seven million dollars and won Jeez Louise. But it also killed their dog. Well, that's, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's worth it. Is it? No, Steve? no, no. I, I don't have a dog. <laughs> Is a dog worth $7 million? Maybe. I don't know. That's a, you can buy a lot of dogs for seven. <laughs> you can rescue a lot of dogs for $7 million. You guys, I'm not, you guys, please. I'm not suggesting that you should. That I, a, that I'm a, terrified of mold though, especially in old well, buildings. Yeah. I think that. I think we're doing the right thing by remediating it properly, but it is not something that I need to be present for. I'm going to move out of the house with my yeah, You don't want to live here while they're fixing all that shit. No, I just can't. We lived through that construction the last time and I like got to the point where I think I was kind of having like disassociative moments in the house, like, cause mm-hmm. it was so loud all the time. And yeah. there were constantly like three to 10 <laughs> dudes in my house that I like didn't dudes. know, you know, yeah. I had a really funny experience. I, I, uh, emailed Judd Apatow because one day I was in my old, the bathroom upstairs, the one that flooded and the workers were next door drywalling and I overheard like the craziest conversation about th- that the workers were all talking about this is 40 because one of the workers had watched it the night before. No way. And it was just like, just like these dudes talking about the movie, this is 40 and how much like the one dude loved it and really resonated for him. Yeah, like yeah. It was so funny, like cracked me up. Um, 
I love that when this happened, you, the, the first night you were like kind of questioning whether it was your daughters that actually flooded the whether house. It was cricket? Well, you just heard her. Yeah. She was like, I did turn the faucet on, but then I turned it off. <laughs> And then the cats turned it on. But Sam Pancake, who was living here, saw the cats turn the faucet on. So he we, did? Yeah. So oh, we know shit. they can do it. And three days ago, I was home completely alone for a minute and heard something in my bathroom downstairs and went in and the cats had turned the faucet on. Why are they doing that? I don't know. Because they, they want to put an end to me. I can't tell if they hate me or like what. I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is. But why faucets? That's so weird. Cats don't even like water. And they, they're on a raw food diet. I do. I give them. (laughs) They eat kale. No, no, no. That's why they're flooding your house. No, they have them. It's like, you haven't heard about this for dogs and cats? No. It's like raw meat. I like basically feed them like, it's like. You buy these little patties. They're frozen. They look like little hamburgers. You, but they're raw. You defrost them and give them a couple, (laughs) several patties a day. But like in it, it's like ground. It's like bones and cartilage and like meat. Because it's supposed to be. Because they're supposed to be like animals in the wild. Yeah. And we're feeding them all this grain and stuff, and that's what causes dander, and that's what causes allergens, and all this stuff. And so the idea being that if you feed them this raw diet, I mean, the vet that we go to is like calls it bullshit but i pers- anecdotally uh-huh. these cats are not very shetty and they don't there's not a lot of dander around yeah now they're horrible cats yeah like apparently dear <laughs> they've ruined every rug in my home by sc- popping scratching them with the claws i would obviously never declaw an animal they ruined the chairs that we're sitting on which i just had recovered and they're trying to ruin them again do you have a dog no I would go with a dog instead of cat. <laughs> well, Steve, yeah, obviously <laughs> that would be the call now. But that a year ago, I understand cats are more self sufficient though. We travel a lot. We're like it's easier yeah. to get somebody to like house sit and watch a cat than it cats yeah. than it is a dog. Yeah. And the girls were like into the idea of the kittens, and they were really cute kittens. They're just like maybe slightly evil cats, and they're not kittens for very long. A cat is. Cats grow so fast. Teen cats are almost worse. That's what we were dealing with all last year. They have so much energy and they're just like wild and crazy and running around all the time. I should take them in and get, you know what you can do? They can get these little kitty manicures and they put like basically like gel nails on them so that they can't pop on your furniture. They get like French nails. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to take, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take them in. And get the French nails put on. We had a lot. I had a lot of um, feedback. People were concerned about me making these doctor's appointments. I want you guys to know that I made my daughter's doctor's appointment. Did you make a dentist appointment? I have not yet, Steve. I'll I give you my dentist. I'll give you my dentist. I also, my friend Jen recommended a really like a woman that she loves. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna do it. I'm really gonna get down to it. I'm gonna do it. I think my sinus infection is gone. Ugh, thank God. Did I just say sinus infection? Sinus infection. My sinus infection <laughs> is finally gone. Do you not... Do, here, let me ask you this, because we didn't even get into this. I was kind of out of it, too. Why was I so... I was so out of it that day we talked. Well, you had just gone shopping at Whole Foods, and your 
Uber driver had bailed on you and it was like a whole, I like, can I be honest with you? Like no disrespect to Boston. I like hated living in Boston. (laughs) That's fine. I mean, a lot of East coast people hate living in LA. LA. Yeah. Yeah. People give LA shit all the time. A lot of shit. Guess what? I can give it right back guys. Yeah. It was not easy living. It was tough. And uncomfortable. It was either too hot or too cold. I was either sweating all the time or I was freezing. I don't understand it. Why you like? Why do you want the extremes Speaking in the weather? Of too hot. Oh, the heat wave. Yeah. The past three days have been. Also, my air conditioner broke last week. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve, yeah. when Richard came to fix the air conditioning on Tuesday, he's like, "I uh, found two gas leaks under your house that I fixed." What? Yeah, I'm telling you, this is like it is the money pit. I'm, it's Mr. Blanding's builds his dream house. It's like the whole. Th- it's insane. But I got to cut my losses. I got to get out of here. Yeah. Should I do it? Should I you just... guys can stay in my studio apartment. I'm, I'm going to, I'm serious. I'm going to like go, I'm going to move. I'm not staying here for this construction. No, you don't want to do that. That'll make you go I already insane. did it. Yeah. I, my mental health is a priority this year. Totally. You and should also first... microdose. Listen, should we talk, have we talked about medicinal marijuana? Have we talked about it? I don't know if we fully have covered it. I did recently talk to a friend who, God, we should get her on this podcast, who suffers from cluster headaches. I know Kelly Oxford does as well, but my- Kelly's going to come on and talk to us. My friend who's a comedian has chronic migraines and said she was microdosing- Acid? No, no, mushrooms. Oh yeah, people are really into that. totally did not have one- Headache while she was microdosing on mushrooms. And then did she stop and got the headaches? Yeah. But now she walks, she goes everywhere with an oxygen mask, which also helps. But I'm like, you're also wearing an oxygen mask. Yeah, but then you look just like crazy. (laughs) I mean, I guess if you're feeling healthy, it's okay to look crazy. Um, Okay, so I think I've talked about this, but you know I have really bad anxiety. Yep. And, um, no way. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea. Um, I started and I'm like, and I hate taking Xanax or Ativan. Anything. Because A, well, first of all, I feel like more people die from that shit than anything else. I don't know if that's true. Again, I'm not, again, I'm not a doctor or anyone. It's a massive problem. It's a massive problem. That's the crazy thing too, about being in Boston were the billboards everywhere for like opium. Keep be a good citizen. Carry the, um, antigen for someone overdosing the nose spray. Yep. I guess they're like just incur. They're at the point now with the epidemic yep. that they're encouraging just like regular citizens to carry the anti overdose medicine in- on yeah. them at all times. If they see someone overdosing to like shoot them up the nose with it. I think they're having a similar problem in uh, Ohio too. Like it's, it's an epidemic. Like you said, it's fucking crazy. I also heard that that, antidote or whatever it is for someone who's overdosing is only good once. I don't know if that's true. Like you use it once and you're like, like immune to that's it. That's it. You get yeah. one shot. You get one OD. You get one OD. <laughs> you get one OD and that's it. It does a little true. bit like I felt like walking around Boston and seeing those 
um, billboards and then like also seeing clearly the homeless people that were, you know, on oh, yeah. the opiate, addicted, nodding out and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it does really conjure up images of like a zombie apocalypse. Like yeah, it yeah. does feel, it feels so desperate and so scary yeah. and so horrible and no one. And it's weird that like, I mean, the government like sort of feel, it feels like they won't acknowledge it. Right. Like, I mean, well, I guess yeah, that yeah. those billboards are acknowledging yeah. it. Yeah. But like on a large scale, I mean, yeah. not Trump. Trump's not going to do a thing about he's anything. He's not going to so. talk about it. He's a fucking useless human. I yeah, I don't know how you fix. <laughs> I don't know how you fix it either. You know, my mom had knee surgery over in December. Yeah. And I'm like not kidding you. Prescribed oxy- oxycodone for her thing, for her pain. Like week five post-op I called her and it was like I talked to my mom on the phone a lot it was like talking like she made no sense and I called my sister and she's like I think she's she's like over like she's taking too much yeah and but my mom was like, I sort of got it. Like she was like, like I, I sort of understood the origin of it for the, cause it's like normal people that are getting addicted. Yeah. They get the, prescribed and yes. then they can't get off. It. Exactly. And my mom was literally like, if I don't take it, I feel intense pain. And I, here's the other thing that I do want to talk about or just mention, which is, you know, we, I talk a lot about how I, I think that I'm probably in constant pain. And like, if somebody else lived in my body, they would just be like, (laughs) you did mention that. Holy shit. What's happening here? (laughs) Like, I think that as like a society, we have, we're, we've become so pampered that like, we're not used to pain. Yeah. And so which like the idea that like we just keep killing the pain and killing the pain with all of these drugs yeah. we think that that's a normal thing to do but like life is pain steve yeah and you have to feel pain well it's the same yeah it's if it makes you appreciate the pain-free moments more. But not it's, even like appreciate the pain-free moments. It's like you, there's no avoiding it. Like in order to do anything, you have to like go through something oh yeah, yeah. painful. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, all I'm saying is like, get off the oxycodone. You know what I mean? That's what I said. That's to my mom. our message. Get That's off my oxy. Message is, my message is, look, it's going to be painful, but get off the oxy. I love that in Boston and like in Ohio, they have billboards for the oxy problem. And in here in L.A., it's all STD, v- STD billboards. Rampant. What's the one that this is it the syphilis? The syphilis the vol- tsunami. Volcano? Oh, well, it used to be the volcano, syphilis yeah. volcano, but now it's the tsunami. Yeah, there's all these billboards <laughs> with a title wave and it says the syphilis tsunami. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That's gross. Not to stigmatize. No, STD, it is. But gross. it is upsetting. It's horrifying. Yeah. It's something I don't have to Guys, worry about right now. Yeah. Oh, you single folk, folk, folk. I don't envy you. I don't envy you with your Raya and your Cupid. Okay, whatever it is. What is it? What are the people on? Bumble. 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 Sure. What's the one where you just want to fuck? Uh, 
Tinder? All of them? Tinder. Tinder. <laughs> Tinder. Tinder. I think it's all of them. It is all of them. I think it's yeah. all of them. Do you think that it's like changed people's brain chemistry? I used to have this thing about like certain actor, guy, act, really hot guy actor friends of mine. I would say that they had broken dicks because they like, once you like... <laughs> Steve just laughing. This reminds me of Dirt Dick Jones. Dirt Dirt Dick Jones, yes. Yeah, yeah. By the way, yeah, Emily Beebe lived on this. Well, anyway, Emily Beebe is coming for the next episode. Mm-hmm. She knew Dirt Dick Jones. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, my I can mom, tell you stories. Wait, my mom, li- my mom listens to the podcast and was like, "Who is? Who was that? Who, who are you talking Dirt about? Jones. Busy." Who was it? Um, but uh, wait, what was I saying? I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, guys broken have broken dicks. dicks. So I don't know if this is a real thing because I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but I think that something happens to especially men, but maybe women too, where like they if they like get into a routine in their like twenties and early thirties of like constantly dating new women and fucking new girls, they break their penises and they'll never, they'll never be satisfied because they'll always think that there's another hot vag out there for them. (laughs) Hot vag. You know what I mean? Like they're like, they're like, and it's always like been really good looking dudes that I have. Well, the internet has only enabled that. Right. And that's what I'm saying. I think the internet has now made it. It's not just really hot actors that break their penises. It's like, just like regular bros can break their decks. I had, uh, like about a year or so ago, I had maybe a year and a half. Yeah. Probably a year and a half to two years ago that site Raya was brand new and it's yeah. supposedly like more for celebrities quote like, unquote. Yeah. It's like people who like are celebrities and, or I'm fascinated with Raya by the way, or like work in the industry or it's like, a lot of just DJs. Rich. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of DJs and like, yeah, rich guys and you have to be invited and, like, and approved everyone to gets join matched it. with Matthew Perry, you know, <laughs> I, uh, like every girl I've ever known that's been on Raya, they're like, my first match was Matthew Perry. I know a couple of dudes who were on it and uh, they're like, oh, you got to join, man. Yeah. I get laid all the time. No, I mean, I not was, you. It's great. That's like, no, great and I was like, sex life, I was like, okay, great. So now I join it and I'm now thrown into the same pool of having sex with girls who fucked you and you like, oh, yeah, it's, it feels incestuous. It's very incestuous. Although not unlike college <laughs> you know like in college like you all date the same people yes, you know yeah. what I mean like, yeah. yeah like there's always like a group of friends and people date the, around <laughs> and like you know Raya is the new college yeah it's so funny we ha- I, we know a person it's through a friend. So we're not friends with this person, but we, a friend of a friend of ours does it, um, is like quite wealthy, a man and he does seeking arrangements. I don't even know what that means. Well, that's like, I mean, basically call girls, I think. I think oh, you oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you like pay their rent or like, I don't know what the arrange, what, whatever the oh, arrangements, see, you yeah. seek the arrangement. I put you in an apartment yes. and you come to events with me and That's I have correct. sex with you. That's once correct. More. And like, you're sort of dating them for hire, like whatever. But 
it's so funny to me. Like we, I mean, obviously there's a line and obviously like things are different, but, but Mark and I were like having this whole conversation. I was just playing devil's advocate. I'm like, what's the difference between that? And like a girl that I know on Raya, who's like, I just use Raya to like literally get free flights to New York. Yeah. Yeah. Like men will just like pay to like send, bring me to New York. And like, I'm like, but then do you have to sleep with the guys? And she's like, well, sometimes, but like, it's not bad. And like, I imagine, you know what I mean? Like I imagine that on seeking arrangements, the girls sometimes are like, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's not for bad. Sure. What's happening to our world? It is the zombie apocalypse. This is it. And yeah, I'm trying to we raise don't daughters. Much, we I don't, don't have much more time. No, we don't. It's a fucking disaster out there. I know my house is crumbling around me. Yeah, I was bummed. Yeah, when my girlfriend broke up with me, I was like, oh, God. We haven't God. even talked about that. I was like, God damn it. Now I'm fucking thrown back into the fucking pool. Ugh. How's it going? A bummer. It's fine now. I'm, I mean, it took me a little while. I was bummed, but long it's been distance. Like two, two months? Yeah, two and a half June. months, maybe. Long distance relationships are fucked. Yeah. No, no one ever does it well. There are like movies about it, Steve. Well, when we started dating, I hadn't had a serious girlfriend in a long time. So I was like, oh, well, this is fine because yeah. I will still see each other once in a while until she can move out here. You know, I haven't had a girlfriend in That's a why few none years. None of the bachelorettes work or bachelors. Exactly. It never works. Exactly. You have to have someone that's like willing to give up their entire life and move <laughs> to where you are. Yeah. Or just be in the place where you are. Ugh. I don't envy it. It's a bummer, but protect yourself from that tsunami of syphilis. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> that is such a gross way to put it. Tsunami. Ugh. That's just, I picture a huge wave of jizz. Oh God. <laughs> just infected jizz. What? Like a tsunami. Oh God. <laughs> Guys, don't worry. My four year old daughter is safely upstairs playing. Oh my God. Her. I forgot babysitter today it is so fucking hot out i know it's insane we're gonna have a couple of kids come over after school and have a little pool party with birdie nice this afternoon i know it's, it will be nice steve it will be um got no choice gotta like get those kids cooled down so you're sinus infection free right now I'm free and i'm thinking okay so my i am on like a quest for health this Season, yeah, is what I'm gonna call it. <laughs> as we head into the, we're in the middle of a horrible heat wave right now. But as we head into what will be the fall and then eventually winter, <laughs> I'm on a quest for health for me and for my daughters. Now, Birdie has had pneumonia the last three years. Wow, really? Yeah. And the the pediatrician said that when a kid gets pneumonia early, she or he may always be like susceptible to it in uh -huh. their childhood. It's something that they can kind of outgrow, yeah. but like we have to be really vigilant with her when she gets like a cold or anything, but like she missed, I feel like she missed like almost 20 days of school last year, Pneumonia which is, is a no lot. joke, man. Yeah. She had, she had, it was bad. Last year was really bad. She was not well for a really long time. So I'm trying to figure out, first of all, like I try to be a good mom, <laughs> try i do steve i like sometimes i put an effort <laughs> i mean i i like the thing is is no, that I'm... we're all doing our best right but like mm -hmm. you know i'm a flawed human and <laughs> sometimes it's like easier to just give them chicken nuggets and like 
you know, and like not fight about the vegetables. Like, yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's easier to just like let her go to bed without brushing her teeth. Like, I just can't. Yeah. I have like my own mental health that I need to worry about. <laughs> my kids I got my own issues I'm not I mean I just I feel like I feel like parents listening will understand like it's all a series of like picking your battles I got so annoyed because someone got all every time sometimes things happen on my Instagram Instagram stories where I'm like people are the worst but I had posted this thing about this kid a friend's kid of my a friend of mine's kid who asked me who's six a little boy and he asked me how old i was and i told him i was 38 and he was like oh "Oh, yeah i remember that you look so much older than 38 you look like 58 or 68 and it was like funny and insulting and like hilarious and whatever yeah and this girl went on this tangent about like, did you use the moment to like teach him about ageism and like women and <laughs> no. da, 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 da. like, I mean, this That's whole what crazy kids thing. Do. First of all, it's what kids do. And secondly, not everything's a fucking teachable moment. Like sometimes you have to be like, oh my God, that's funny. You're an asshole. Bye. Like, no, yeah, you yeah. don't say that to the kid. But you know what I mean? Like you have to just be like, you just have to be like, it's fine. Yeah. We're moving on. Yeah, sure. Like you can't, you have to pick your battles with children. Otherwise you will lose the war. Yeah. And I am in it to win the war. Well, kids have no (laughs) reference for age. You're either a kid like them or an adult. Well, by the way, my neighbor across the street, who's very young and she has young roommates who are like in their early Mm twenties and her one roommate, this guy worked at Shinola, you know, that like, that place that was in Silver Lake and there's one at the Grove. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's from Detroit. They make watches and bikes yeah. and notebooks. Yeah. And I was in there getting some notebooks as gifts and he was there and we were chatting because we know he knows that we're neighbors. And so then he's in his early 20s. I would say he's like 22, 23. Mm-hmm. Again, guys, I'm 38. Okay. And I feel like I look pretty fucking good. You I'm look like, much younger than 38. I just, I'm I don't envious. even know what 38 I looks like. I wish I was 38. But you know what I mean? Like I'm, I take good care of I, whatever. Like, you know, this is it. This is what we are working with here. <laughs> so I'm in there, Shinola talking to this kid and like yeah. in my head, not that we're contemporaries, but kind <laughs> of like a little bit feel like we could be, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And we were talking about some neighbors that moved in on our street and we were trying to like figure, you know, like when you're like trying to solve the neighborhood mystery, I'm like, what's the deal? Like I yeah, see this yeah, one yeah. car, but then I see this other car yeah, and yeah. then there's this guy. There's always there's strangers like, coming yeah, in and yeah, out of like, their house. What's, what's happening? I was yeah. like, and then there's that woman. Have you seen that woman? And he's like, yeah, who's that? Who's that lady? I was like, I don't know, but she's like way older than I am. So I don't know if she's like a grandma or if she's like blah, 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 blah. And he's like, yeah, cause you're what? Like 45, 46. Don't just never guess somebody's age. <laughs> this was, by the way, this was this was a year and a half ago. So I think I was 36 or had just turned 37 yeah. at the time. I was like, what? what? I, I was like, what? I'm like, are you fucking with me? And then I was like, are you negging me? Like, are you oh, like, yeah, yeah. are you like doing that thing where you're trying to like, yeah. make me insecure so that I think that you're hot awesome, or something? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? That's a terrible, terrible thing to say to a woman. (laughs) And he goes, no, I'm sorry. I just, I don't know who, I don't know ages of anyone. I mean, you're married to that guy. You've got kids. I just like assumed you were in your forties. I'm like, you're on my list. What a dick move. You're done. 
So that, in that, that could, that's, I'm fine with like having a teachable moment with that fucker. You know, Ken, do you know who Ken Marino is? He was in the state. He's an actor. Uh, do I know Ken Marino? Be- or was I on Dawson's Creek with Ken Marino? Ken was on Dawson's yeah, Creek? uh-huh. Ken and I started Dawson's Creek together. He taught at Worthington University where my character Audrey went. I didn't know and Ken we was on like, that show. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And it was so funny, too, because Katie, I was a, such a huge state fan. Yeah, and, yeah, me too. And Katie Holmes had, like, no idea who Ken was. I was like, who is this guy? Is this so weird? Like, why is he on the show? I was like, because <laughs> he's, like, literally one of the funniest humans ever. Like, yeah. he's incredible. And Tom Capinos, who was running Dawson's Creek at the time, was, like, a state fan sure. as well. And, yeah, and Ken and I had like some pretty fun times together in Wilmington, North Carolina. I remember eating sushi together. Well, Ken was my landlord. Oh, really? I rented his guest house probably like seven or eight years ago. And, oh, I know why this came up. Ken and I are a month apart. We're both 48. Oh, really? But because he was my landlord, because he was married and had (laughs) kids. No. I always felt when I talked to him about stuff like rent or stuff with the apartment, like the plumbing or shit. Like I always felt nervous. Like I was talking to my father, even though Ken and I, Ken and I are the exact same age. That's really, I was always kind of afraid of him. But when we were working or when we were out together, it was fine. Totally fine. I'm okay with being intimidating to people. Sure. I just don't want them to think I'm old as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Old as fuck. Oh, God. Wait, how did that come up? How did... What? What, Steve? Think out loud. How did our our ages come up? Teachable moments. Children, you got to win your battles. Pick your battles with kids. Right. That's how it came up. Oh, yeah. what, oh, my, oh, my whole point, Birdie's pneumonia. Oh, pneumonia. That's mm-hmm. right. Like the illness in our household is that I'm on a quest for health through food with my children. I think that's that good. that's the easiest way for me to make, and myself, to, to stay out of the... That's good path of illness this year so i want to get into doesn't hurt i want to get into superfoods steve (laughs) i want to get into goji berries (laughs) i don't i mean (laughs) goji berries i want to get into those like golden berries acai i don't know about acai i've heard that i've heard it could be a sham i want to do like turmeric in stuff and maybe and like bee pollen yeah Uh uh-huh i'm talking like we're getting down to it I'm already, I already started this morning. I made Birdie a protein smoothie that she took two sips of and told me it was disgusting. What was in it? Um, oh, hi, Anna. Um, what was in the protein smoothie? It was, I bought, I store bought some like protein smoothie, like Odwalla protein smoothie thing. Cause I felt like she would like that better. Right. And then I made a frozen smoothie. Like I added frozen fruit, strawberries and blueberries and a little bit of orange juice and I put in some bulletproof like unfair advantage ampule. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> that like is. Some, I don't know. It's okay. like lysophoric some yeah. something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying. I gave my daughter poison. <laughs> no, no, no. I take him. But like 
uh, yeah, maybe I'll get like liquid vitamins and I'll, I'm just going to try my best. <laughs> Here's the, my other idea. Yeah. I'm going to make these protein power smoothies and I'm going to make them into popsicles because what kid doesn't want to oh eat Oh my God, a that's a great idea. So then I'll just pull out a popsicle, 6.30 in the morning. Here you go, kid. Popsicles. <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah. That's my, so I'm, so I'm working towards that. If I can get some healthy grains into her, maybe like, oh, like, like, um, like some sort of oatmeal, my kid, like they just don't, Bertie, first of all, hates eating in the morning. I do too. Yeah. But it's a, but I don't know what to do. Like aside from becoming one of those crazy moms that like <sighs> goes to the school and brings her some like protein snack, like. Here's I your, do like, feel old turkey and like I feel a million times better though when I do eat in the morning of course and you I do. never feel like it though but you know I do protein um I mean I do um bulletproof coffee mm-hmm. we, we've talked about that mm-hmm. I'm still doing it you love it I love it I gotta try it and it keeps me like lean seriously really yeah I gained so much weight over the summer though Steve I ate all this stuff really uh-huh. I can't tell no I've lost it already oh, okay. you know we've talked about my weight fluctuations we talked no. about it. Did we? We talked about it a little bit when Nicole was on the show because Ike Barinholtz and I both can like go up and down. <gasps> we have to have Ike on to talk about his broken neck. He broke his neck. Didn't you see that? No. He was filming a movie called The Pact in Atlanta recently. Yeah, and he did over the summer. Like I, well, I want to say in June he did it. May or June and he got there was some stunt that he was like easy stunt he was like yeah I can do it fell landed the wrong way broke his neck and I want to talk to him about the injury because first of all it's so scary to me secondly how terrible and dumb would you feel for the rest of your life that it was like just for some new line movie you know what I mean that you like broke your neck I was just working with his brother all week on Superstore (laughs) Johnny Uh Johnny's on Superstore uh huh He's on it? Yeah, he's a recurring... He is? Yeah. Good for Johnny Barinholm. I love him. I love his wife. I put it together They're, because I can him have the same voice. The same. Yeah. Exactly. But they both are like married to amazing women. Uh-huh. They're both super co- cool. I've known both of them. Well, I've known Ike. I've known Ike since I was in my early 20s. Yeah. He's we got to get him on here. I know. Man. I'm going to... We're going to do it. Um... Because I want to talk about that. That's so broken scary. neck. That's yeah. scary as and he's hell. A, I mean, he's okay, but he's he said it was like it was not great, not a great situation. Oof. Should we do some listener mail? Sure. We've gotten a lot. We have. I don't. Is anyone listening to this? I'm confused. I don't understand how anything works. This is an insanely popular podcast. That's not true. It is true. We were at one point, I haven't checked recently, but we were in the top 100 of like, not just comedy podcasts, but all podcasts. How many podcasts are there? There's probably like 200,000 podcasts. Really? And we were in top 100. We were like 96. Do you think it's more me or you? I think it's you. <laughs> You've got the followers. I think you get them in and I keep them in. <laughs> That's really funny. Um... Okay, this is one from someone named Lauren P. Mm-hmm. Busy and Steve, the first episode of your podcast exceeded every expectation. Fantastic. I'm a regular listener of Uh, which is my other podcast, and a fan of Busy. This podcast was perfect and made me laugh and cringe and roll my eyes. The reason I write is because I'm a studying 
neurophysiologist. I'm a researcher, which means I'm also not a doctor, at least not an MD. It's interesting to hear the way people think about their bodies outside of the science field and openly share anxieties and experiences. I mostly encounter people who end up getting treatment too late because of negligence, which is what killed my father. No, that's me talking, not her. Um, Know your signs of stroke. Just saying. Ugh. Oh my God. Did you read that article that I posted on Twitter, Steve? <laughs> the eater one about seltzer? No. I'm going to send it to you right now. You guys. Okay. I'll finish this, this whole. Okay. Sorry. Go one on. more part. Continue. With that, I'll try to jot down notes when I can help out filling in blind spots for science. Busy, busy that placenta is important as fuck. And I know my neurological development. Very excited for the next episode. Lauren. Wait, what is she saying? Um, about wait what did i say about you said placenta? something about eating well placenta. i ate my placenta. do you want to see the pills i have them in my freezer <laughs> sure i mean it doesn't look like anything um wait how do i see i don't understand twitter it's like annoying to me is it annoying to everyone yes i'm how do i have like i'm i need to get more followers on twitter so i can make more money Here's a listener named Gabby. Hi, Stephen Busy. I was wondering what your personal experiences are with diabetes. My dad just got diagnosed, and it's a little scary. Do any of you have a friend or family with it? Any stories? Oh, I don't have any. We should have my friend Dean Del Rey, who's a comedian. He um super funny, and last year he went into his doctor for regular physical, and the doctor was like, mm-hmm. you have diabetes. <gasps> Is he Dean, overweight? Not super overweight. Maybe he was about, you know, as overweight as I am, which uh-huh. is enough. And, but Dean used to eat candy like crazy. Love sugar. Oh, no. So his doctor's like, you have diabetes. Like, um, he's like, you need to. And he was going to prescribe him pills. And Dean was like, how much are these pills? And they were super expensive. So Dean was like, I'm a comedian. I can't afford this. So Dean went home, completely changed his diet. Completely has lost like 40, 50 pounds, cut out sugar, is walking everywhere. Looks like a totally different person. A month and a half to two months later, went into the doctors and the doctor was like, holy shit, what did you do? And he's like, I just cut out sugar, started exercising. And uh, the doctor said, um, you fixed yourself. Yeah. And the doctor told him, he goes, you know, I give this diagnosis to people every day that's you know i'm a doctor i tell people every day they have diabetes and he's like 90 percent of the time they don't do anything about it so all you had to do is watch one season of biggest loser yes to know that this is true it's like i know that that show is problematic for in many ways for many reasons i guess sure i've always loved it it's done i, I think it's it. over yeah but the truth of the, I mean, the, the kernel of truth that people should take away from Biggest Loser is that when they change their lives and they start eating better and exercising all of those medicines that they're on, all of the, all of the stuff goes away. A lot of their shit's reversible. Yeah. This is like the conversation I have with my family all the time because I have members of my family that are overweight, morbidly obese. Mm-hmm. And complaining about this issue and that issue. And I'm like, yeah, the issue is that you need to lose at least a hundred pounds. Yep. And then your issues will go away. Yeah. When I, so, you know, I gained, we talked about this a little bit on the birth thing, you know, I gained like a hundred pounds or something with birdie. And then I gained another 
like really watched what I was eating and really worked out all the time and still gained like 80 pounds with cricket. I think yeah. I'm just one of those people that my bot, my hormones go crazy and I balloon up. Yeah. Um, but coming back from that both times was really an eye opening experience. First of all, just in like, and pregnancy weight's different because, you know, it hasn't been on you that long. So like it sure. is sort of easier to lose, yeah. but you do get to points where it's like very difficult to drop the weight and your whole body hurts. Like everything <laughs> hurt yeah. on me. And so I could understand like, you know, I had the motivation of like, I have to be on camera, try to get a job. After yeah. birdie, I lost yeah. one job because the network said I was too fat. <sighs> I mean, and that was like, my agent had to call and tell me that, you mm. know? Um, and, but that's fine because then I got Cougar Town and that's, it's all works out. Right, and right. Bill Lawrence, I was like so, um, insecure and Bill Lawrence was like, please, I'm married to an actress who had three of our children while she was on television. Wow. Um, you know, like you don't have to lose any weight. Like I like the way you look now. So if you cool. want to lose weight, whatever. That's awesome. But your body, like if I could see how you're overweight, you're in pain, you're kind of like, what the fuck is the point? Do you know what I mean? I'm sure. just going to, cause eating does release that like dopamine or whatever the thing in your brain yeah. makes you feel good. It's a comfort thing. And it's sometimes for some people who are depressed and lonely, sometimes it's the only the thing that only makes them thing. feel good. It's like, Oh my but God. It ultimately fucking, makes you feel so terrible. I know. I know. I ate a lot of queso this summer, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like in the moment, like in the actual, like putting the queso in my mouth, I was like, this is the best experience of my life. But when I got back to LA and I had my wardrobe fitting for Michael's, I was super bummed <laughs> about all that queso. Also, I always, I would say this, you know, when you're eating something, a lot of dieting is common sense. When you are eating something, you know, good and fucking well, yeah. I shouldn't be eating this. I shouldn't be eating this fucking cheeseburger. This right. is not going to do me any good other than not make me hungry. Or this Coke is going to wake me up, but this is going to be shitty. You know shitty. body transformation I'm obsessed with? Obsessed. Yeah, Chris Chlo Pratt. Chloe Kardashian. Oh, really? I'm obsessed with it. She's so tiny now. I saw her in I don't person. watch that show, so I but don't. But she is just like an actually teeny tiny person now. But sometimes when I go to the refrigerator and I'm like, want a snack? What would Chloe I, do? Yes. I sometimes <laughs> now, now sometimes in my head, I'm like, what would Chloe Kardashian eat? Would she go for, would she go for that cookie? No, she would go for the grapes. Like sometimes it's like, yeah. like if I need sugar now, I wasn't doing this this summer. Cause I really let it, let it all go. Yeah. I was still working out a lot, but like, I was letting myself have sugar and whatever. But now if I'm like craving sugar, I try to replace it with raspberries <sighs> from the farmer's market. Or Which like are something. good. I mean, it, yeah, it's I'm good. always, I never want to buy them. And then sometimes I buy them and then they just sit in the fridge. But Ugh, whenever I, I like black mold on raspberries, whenever, whenever I do eat them, I'm like, oh yeah, this is fucking great. Yeah. Especially like. We're so lucky in Los Angeles to have all the produce and all yeah. the fruit and vegetables that yep. we can handle. I went to the market with the girls last week. It was a fucking nightmare. Farmer's market? Yeah. Ugh. They're just like, it's hot. <laughs> and they're like, they're so miserable. Farmer's like, markets. Are we done yet? They're like, great in the winter. 
You know, you can't navigate around everyone in their strollers and their baskets and their things and their hats. All the fucking aggressive They're hats. They're big sun hats, yeah. Oy vey, guys, calm down. Um... <laughs> Like, I'm all for sun safety, but like a little, it's enough. I saw a woman, and this is not a joke. I saw a woman whose circumference of her hat exceeded her shoulders. Oh my God. Like what? It's like wearing an umbrella on your head. She was wearing an umbrella on her head, Steve. And I was not there for it. I'm like not interested. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I always, I think it's funny when people walk around in the sun with umbrellas. I, I don't, like it. I don't know why. I I know why they do it, and I think it's great. But uh, it makes me laugh every. A time. lot of t- in a lot of, in Los Angeles, um, especially in Koreatown, the ladies wear the visors that go yes. straight down over your yeah, face. Yeah, like welding visors. Welding almost. visors. Don't look at the sun during they the eclipse. They have good skin. Did you look at the sun during the eclipse? With I had eclipse glasses. glasses yeah. yeah. I um. It was all right. I mean, I think more interesting than the actual eclipse was what it did to the environment like kind of a weird grayish Mm -hmm. haze for you know 15 20 minutes i thought it was cool i thought it was like neat that everyone was sort of like out together experiencing experiencing something this is what i said this the other day on on twitter guys if you follow me but like the only thing i really like about big sporting events because i don't follow sports is just the idea that like we're all in it everyone's there yeah that everybody's like watching it together and it's like a shared experience as i was sitting in my car on beverly boulevard because i was had to go to a table read at fox and so stop bragging no all of your <laughs> no, shut up i uh i had planned on going flying to idaho to see the full eclipse no i want to do it with my it's too late with frequent flyer miles i could have gone to idaho for 11 dollars, and there was a ghost town just over the border in oregon called green oregon Oh, no, called Lime, Oregon. And it was an abandoned, like, factory town where they would, um, uh, they, they would, uh, mine, like, limestone. That's why they call it Lime, Oregon. But it's abandoned. So that would have looked cool for photos and stuff. But also, it was in the path of the full total eclipse. So cool. And, um, I was planning on doing it. And then I, I booked a show and I had, uh, um, table read but i was sitting in my car in beverly and my friend grant had given me a spare pair of those glasses and i was just kind of like leaning forward with these weird looking glasses on <laughs> looking out the window parked on the side of the road and then uh-huh. someone like knocks on the on my passenger seat and it's like an orthodox jew like full regalia and he's like can i borrow the glasses can i borrow your glasses that's cute and i was like absolutely and he looked Shared at experience. it. Experience. If you yeah. had been a woman, though, he wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Because women can't be touched by men. Yeah. Men can't be touched by women that aren't there. But they're all touched by betrothed. God. They're all touched by God, Steve. <laughs> as are all of us. Thanks for listening, guys. guys. Thank you. Take everything we say with a grain of salt because we're, we're no, no doctors. doctors. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, it's me, Steve, AG, you know, (laughs) I'm here to let you know that Starburns Audio has a new survey. Uh, Just go to starburns.audio slash survey. Um, We're trying to get to know our listeners a little bit better. 
uh, and it only takes a few minutes, I promise, but uh, it makes a massive difference to the podcasters at um, Starburns Audio. Believe me, we uh, are trying to get to know a little bit more about you, what you like, what you don't like, um, ideas you may have to make things run smoother. Um, this really is a helpful survey. Um because currently podcasting is still kind of like the Wild West. We still don't know a lot. It's uh, it's a new medium. Um, so your responses make everything a lot easier. Uh, it's incredibly helpful and uh, incredibly quick. So again, just go to starburns.audio slash survey and uh, fill it out. Help Help a brother out. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hello. I'm Dave Ross. Hey, and I'm Hampton Yunt. And we host Suicide Buddies on Starburns Audio. That's right. It's a podcast about suicide, but not to make light of it. We actually talk about suicidal thoughts, depression, kind of with a sense of levity that Dave and I have with each other. And he's my best friend. Come on. Yeah, we're buddies. <laughs> suicide Buddies. <laughs> That's the title. One of our favorite episodes that we've recorded so far is about this guy, Jan Pataki, who was a Polish aristocrat in the 19th century. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, one of the reasons it's possible that he killed himself <laughs> is that he thought he was a werewolf. Oh. Check out a clip. It also makes me think, like, we were talking about in the Norway uh, black metal episode, how, like, just the culture of your surroundings can affect you. Like, yeah. he's in a castle in Poland. He's Like, I mean, if yeah. you lived in a castle in Poland and no one knew anything about anything, you might be like, I'm a bat. I'm probably a bat. <laughs> 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 That's like literally what happened to Batman. <laughs> he literally is in his mansion. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm a, a bat. bat. I'm a bat. I'm a <laughs> bat. I'm a, I'm I'm a bat. bat that helps people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bat that helps people. I'm a, I'm a rich... I don't know what you want from me. And uh, my, and my a... girlfriend, she's a cat. She's a cat. My she, girlfriend's she, a cat. She steals things. She's a woman who steals things. She's a cat. I'm a bat. I'm a I bat. Help people. She's a cat. We fight a penguin. My. Uh, my... <laughs> 